Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew. We're at chapter 6 now. We're in the middle of Jesus' teaching. You'll remember that. Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is Jesus sitting on the side of a hill teaching. We call it the Sermon on the Mount, but it says he sat down and he taught his disciples and the crowds that were gathered around. So Jesus is not uh, standing up on the top of the mountain, the pinnacle of the mountain, behind a pulpit preaching in the sense that we understand it in the Western church. No, no, no. He's sitting there and he's teaching and he's sharing things with them. And we've seen that he's been firing off all these things of uh, that you have heard it said, and then he'll speak of something that was in the law. But then he'll come along and say, but I say to you. Okay? So now he's uh, going to start warning them about some things. Let me just put it that way. So here we are, chapter 6, verse 1. This is Jesus speaking, and he says this. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. You have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So what's he saying? I left the word out. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. The same thing. He says this. I want you to beware of something. First word he says is beware. Okay, And it means this. It means, hey, give some attention to this. Be on guard about this. Beware is one translation. Pay attention to this. Take care of something. He's drawing their attention to something. Well, what's he drawing their attention to? To practicing of their righteousness before men so as to be noticed by the men. So we are to practice righteousness. We are to practice right living. And the only way that we are righteous and that we can live righteously and practice righteousness is through the Most High God. And so that is the pattern and practice of our life. Okay? We are to live that way. He empowers us to live that way, to live lives of righteousness. But Jesus is saying, don't practice, don't live your life this way before men to be noticed by them. Why? Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who's in heaven. In other words, you've already received your reward when you get the adoration of men because of your practicing. But there's something interesting about that word practice. Let's go to the next verse, and I'll show it to you. So, Jesus is speaking now. So, when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. So verse 2 here is tied into verse 1. How do I know that? Because it starts off with the word so. <laughs> so he's tying it there. So he gives us some idea about what he means by this practicing your righteousness before men. So he says, so when you give to the poor. Now here's what's interesting. That word for give, okay, uh, the Greek number is 4160, <laughs> It's the same word in the previous verse that was translated practicing. Greek word number 4160. Right now, when I, I do these podcasts, I'm actually just reading the scripture off the computer screen right here. <clears throat> and I've got the Strong's numbers right there in the word, so I can click on the word uh, to see what the Greek is of it. You click on the word for, the, <laughs> for this word right here. 
and it's, it's a primary word, and it means to make. It means to do something. And I kid you not, that word is translated. I didn't even count them. I'm going to guess 30 times, 30, maybe more, different ways in the Scripture based upon the context. So that same Greek word can mean to act, to be appointed, to bear, to bring, let me see, to cause, to create, to establish, to perform something, to produce something. So you, the, the word will derive its meaning from the context. Well, what's the context? Jesus gives the context in the second verse. So when you give to the poor, now this giving is the giving of alms, A-L-M-S, the giving of alms. There's nothing wrong with giving of alms. Get ready for this. There's nothing wrong with receiving alms. Okay? Nothing wrong with receiving alms. I'll give you an example about this. I've probably shared this in the podcast. I don't remember. I know I've shared it locally a couple times. But we used to live in a, a, a major suburban area, okay? A suburban area between two major urban areas. So it's just people everywhere. And in those areas, it's very, very common that when you pull up to an intersection, a red light or something, that there will be somebody walking up and down with a bucket or something like that asking for money. Asking for money. Very common. I mean, just block after block after block of this. And uh, these folks, they will have uh, their corners that they work, okay? And they will literally work them for decades, now, a lot of times people will look down their nose at such people and all this kind of stuff and get all perturbed and all mad and everything. No, no, no. All they're doing is asking for alms. They're poor and they're asking for help. Uh, a local TV station one time decided to follow one of these guys. And so, you know, they got the film crew out there and they videotaped him unbeknownst to him. And when he got done, they did this several days and they got done, they followed him home. And he lived a few miles away and he lived in a house. Had a, you know, a nice house. Well, then he had a wife, and they found out that his wife worked another corner down the road. And so the two of them did this all day long. And the news article was the kind of thing that, oh, this is horrific. This is horrible. You know, these people are being abusive to folks. No, no, no. All they're doing is asking for alms. They're asking for help. And they did so well that they were able to buy a house. <laughs> you know, this is how they made their living with asking of alms. And, and again, people say, well, that, that's just not right. There's something wrong with that. Really? That's about all that salesmen do, okay? Sorry, salespeople, <laughs> but think it through. Uh, the only reason the guy really, really cares that you buy the car is what? Yeah, because he, he gets a commission off that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. That's wonderful. I mean, that's how you make a living, okay? But don't confuse things here. Here, these people were giving alms to the poor. But in giving the alms to the poor, this is amazing. Look what Jesus told them not to do. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have their full reward. Now, is, is this what was going on? Were they... Uh, were these hypocrites going up to the synagogues? They would have a, an offering bucket out there. And did they actually have a trumpet or something that sounded forth when somebody gave? Yeah, some people believe so. Yeah, that there was a trumpet that sounded when somebody put money in there. And they did it out in the streets. And everybody honored, ooh, they gave more money, they gave more money. 
You know, let me tell you, we do the same thing to do today as the body of Christ. And you say, well, no, we don't. We don't blow a trumpet. Oh, really? I mean, uh, does your church ever get up there and just go on and on and on about how much money we gave this last year to missions? How much money we've received and we put in over here and we put in over here and we put in over here? All that's fine. All that's wonderful. But what's the motivation? The motivation is usually to get people to give more money, even toward those good things. Well, what does Jesus have to say about this? Well, let me just read these last two verses because I'm about out of time. Verse 3. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. He's saying this. Don't brag about this. Don't blow the trumpet about your giving of alms. Let it be such a thing to where even your right hand and left hand don't know what's going on. Well, obviously, that's impossible with, a, with one human body with two hands, right? You're going to know, but you're going to keep the secret. Keep the secret. Don't be braggadocious. Now, don't go crazy about it. Some people go crazy and they think they've sinned. No, no, no. And the example I gave with the church a while ago, no, you must communicate, you know, where the money goes, how much you're doing. But it's the attitude of heart. If you're being braggadocious about it, that's not pleasing to God. And he says, well, you've received your reward. But if you do it with the right heart, your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Well, my time's up. We'll pick this up next time. We'll continue on. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time.